Hey everyone, this is Marissa Carpico, the film editor at thepopbreak.com. I am here with our TV editor, Matt Taylor. Say hello, Matt. Hey everyone. And we're back again. It's been a couple days um, for you guys. Uh, <laughs> this is our third in a row, people. You're third welcome. In a row. Um, we're just going to tell you every time we do a bunch of them. Um, and uh, we're back to talk about Oscar nominations. Um, we've done uh, screenplays and visual effects and, and uh, stuff before this. But this time we are doing sound editing and sound mixing. Um, two very um, confusing categories for most people because the question is, what's the difference? Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Including for me. I, I am terrible at knowing the difference. Uh, and I and I looked it up just to make sure I understood it because I I, actually, I love sound work. Um, but sound editing is basically the easiest way to think of it is. And there, um, the Academy has some uh, like YouTube video explainers for this, so you can actually look it up. Um, just go on the Academy like YouTube account and sort of like look up sound mixing and sound editing, and they have like a six minute thing on each one. Um, but sound editing editing is basically everything that happens before. Like while you're filming. So it's getting the dialogue, getting um, any background noise pushed out of it, um, and then also creating sound. So like when you're watching um, a film that is 99% CGI, like Aquaman, let's say, you have to create some of those sounds. So a sound editor actually creates those sounds post-production, essentially. So like... um, They'll if you got to make a a squelchy sound for the jellyfish dress, you put you you make up that sound somehow. Um, and then sound mixing is um, basically levels and how all of those things fit together um, in the background of the eventual sound, like your soundscape essentially. So they take all that together, put it. That would you usually think that's what editing is, but no, they the sound mixer takes all of the sound files essentially. Uh, that the editor gets and then puts it all together post-production and uh, gives you the final movie, basically. So, you know, uh, if you use something like Suspiria, the breathing that you hear is is somebody records that, but the sound, the editor records that, but the mixer puts it real loud on the soundtrack, basically. And we're all better off for it. We are we are so much better off for it. Um, we're going to start with sound editing. Uh, the nominees for that are Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. Um, let's let's start with Black Panther. Yeah, um, I mean, I think Black Panther, as we mentioned in the in the last episode that we re- that we recorded, which you should, you have probably all heard by now. Um, hopefully, this uh, I cannot imagine anybody like. Being like, yeah, fuck yeah, sound editing, but then skip, <laughs> skipping right makeup. Up. Fuck screenplay, fuck, fuck visual effects. You know what? Sound. <laughs> but you know, I think what makes Black Panther so good, and let me tell you all, I am so tired of the hot takes about Black Panther. Like, we get it, you're all racist. But, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm half joking, people. You're not all racist. Some of you are. But, so you're just um, problematic. Oh yeah. my god. But no, I think what people don't get about Black Panther is just how like high quality it is, and we're so used to such, frankly, crap from Blockbuster sometimes. Where it's like that movie is so impeccable in all regards, including the sound editing. When you think about how complex those action scenes are, and what how much is going on with them, they do an incredible job. Yeah, like think about how much sound has to be created for all of those 
every sound that you hear in that imaginary world in a way like how many things you have to like make up when like uh black panther's flying through the air during that car crash scene you're adding some of that in all of that like the huffing sound of him like landing on the ground all that shit you gotta make it up you know no it's it is such good work and i'm here for any nomination for that movie because that movie's just impeccable on all fronts yeah i have nothing to argue with about it um the sound work didn't particularly stand out to me when I was listening to it, but, like, I don't think that's a question of, like, it being bad. I think that's just, like, it's not a feature. Like, it would be in Suspiria, for instance. Like, it's just sort of – it's it's immersive, so I just wouldn't be noticing it in the way – like, it's not insisting upon itself, so I, I wouldn't necessarily notice it. But I didn't notice it as bad, so boom. Right. Um, next one is Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I guess – I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. I think. I think the most the thing sound wise the thing I most associate that with movie with is the music itself, which like I don't know how that qualifies for sound editing because like some of it is re-recorded, I guess, but uh, or remastered. But like I don't. That, that's not really sound editing work. So like that. I guess what's happening is really like the sound effects and the talking, which I don't know. I can see an argument for more for sound mixing than I can for editing, basically, is what I'm saying. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. I, I mean, to be honest, it's like, we're recording this, for those who don't know, the day that the Brian Singer article dropped on The Atlantic. Yeah, about, in The Atlantic, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's like, honestly, talking about Bohemian Rhapsody in general for any nomination is just kind of like, I'm like, why? But um, yeah. it's just like... If, even I said this, I believe, on the podcast we did with Bill about the Golden Globes. Any nomination and win for Bohemian Rhapsody is just purely like um, a win for or nomination for Queen, like the bands. So mm-hmm. it's people, the voters were like, oh, you know, like I love the way Queen's music sounds. So like I'm going to nominate that movie. And it's just nothing about that movie is particularly impressive on a sound front, especially since this year we had. Um, another movie that is like doing stuff with concerts and recording music so much better, I think than what, um, a star is born. I'm talking about obviously, but yeah. um, <laughs> I thought it was obvious, but I'm like, maybe I should just clarify. Yeah. I was like, of course it's star is born, but everybody else was like, name the film, Matt. <laughs> but, um, I'm just like, like, you know, like that, like nothing is particularly like literally nothing in Bohemian Rhapsody in general, except for maybe Rami Malek is particularly impressive on a technical yeah. level. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, I, I, I kind of don't want to see it win anything, but, um, yeah, I, I think even trying to, tr- even trying to attempt to separate it from the monstrosities that it's now associated with and even the problematic, problematic parts of the film itself, even outside of the real world, world stuff. Um, I don't know why it's in sound editing. Uh, again, I, we're going to talk about sound mixing in a minute, and uh, I think it makes more sense there. But um, the next nominee is First Man, um, which I, that, that, I, I totally agree on this. Uh, we talked about this a little bit um, in visual effects, and like realistically, they didn't send Ryan Gosling to space or launch a rocket. So all of that sound has to be recreated in some way from either um, – like special ear or like sound effect like fully work or or taking recordings of actual rocket launches which you can do i suppose um and and then retrofitting it to this so 
I actually think that's a. I would think I. I don't mind that. That's a good contender. I wouldn't mind if that won. No, yeah, I agree. I'm. I actually saw First Man in IMAX. I don't. Did you see First Man in IMAX? Um, I saw it in just a regular theater. It is. I mean, I'm sure it's the same in the regular theater. But like, what blew my mind about First Man is just how much it relies on sound. Like that. Yeah. Movie, like that movie is honestly primarily sound because it's trying so hard to recreate the experience of being in the rocket ship more than it is um, being in. Um, like in space the way space is typically depicted on film so Mm -hmm. like you're not seeing much and it's all about the sound you're being surrounded with and it's a very impressive job that movie is like i i don't love that movie which i feel like i'm gonna end up saying every time i talk about first man on this podcast but like um that it is a technically very impressive film yeah i i agree i mean i think you're totally right the way that it creates so much tension and so much like of its mood is through sound um but both both through the sound effects and it's like score so like you it really does make you like all, most movies when you think about space there's like they emphasize the silence when you're up there and but this is really about like this is so experimental and this is so early like this is basically theory for these people this is literally that these guys are getting shot up in a fucking tin can into space like the rattling sounds are bone shaking when you're listening to it in the theater um and it really emphasizes like my god this is so dangerous like you could die at any second this is it it's insane that they anybody would like want to do this or or did it or that it like it even happened it really makes it gives an immediacy to the this the space race uh, like that most movies really don't achieve like i can't think of another one that feel maybe the right stuff that would be the one i would think of but yeah, it's really impressive. No, yeah, my my main thought after leaving First Man was like maybe we shouldn't have gone to space, and I'm just like, <laughs> so it did its job of just like being both terrifying and just like a surprisingly damning portrait of just NASA in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I it, you know, listen, I gotta love my dad worked for NASA for a little bit, so I, I love the space program. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> so no. glad we went to space. <laughs> we support we support science on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have touched and painted a rocket, so I I must support space. Um, <laughs> the next nominee is a quiet place, which um, yeah, this to- that, I buy this. Like those aliens aren't fucking real, so that somebody had to create that, and every sound is 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 an experience in this film every single sound um so like i've never seen um an audience so aware of sound uh in a film like consciously aware of sound in a film as i was watching this because like you know i was at an alamo they've got these um like metal bowls for popcorn and like nobody would even eat and then someone dropped their metal bowl of popcorn at one point and it was like someone got shot, it was so loud. And so knowing like, the snobs of that theater, that like it genuinely might have happened. Like, yeah, it was bad. Um, but yeah, it was. It's the whole movie is about sound work. So I, I actually would be thrilled with this one too. That's honestly my pick. I think of the nominees for this category. Like th- what that movie does is genuinely incredible. And I don't. I don't even love that movie really. But I mean, it's almost like there's no competition in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind if a first man one, but this is definitely the front front runner for me in, in terms of like the way that sound works in it. And, um, which, and I actually am surprised it didn't get nominated in both categories. Cause again, the mix is also part of why that it's so effective because 
all of the sounds are turned up, you know? Mm-hmm. But who am, what do I know? Um, and the final one is Roma, which uh, I get it. How do you feel? I completely get that. Um, I mentioned this on the podcast where I talked about my experience at the New York Film Festival, but seeing that movie, I'm so, like, thankful to have seen that movie in a theater. Not because I think, like, mm. you don't have the, like, you don't have the same experience at home, but I mean, like... No, you don't. You're right. I, I don't have, like, I don't have a good sound system at all at my home. Like, I have a, cra- I'm poor people. I have a crappy TV <laughs> and a laptop from 2011. So, like, um, it's like, you know, being able to sit in theaters was such a good experience. And I mentioned this, and I've heard other people have similar experiences. There are scenes where you're, they're just, like, walking around a city and you hear, like, people singing. And I thought people were singing in the theater. Like, it's, like, it's just, like, this trippy... I mean, that's not the right word. But, like, this genuinely awe-inspiring experience of just, like... You you feel so involved because of the sounds, like, and what's going on around you. It's very immersive. Yes, that's a better word. It's late. Pe- it's it's a late people. It's late, and I'm poor. That's what we've 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 learned from this episode. Oh, I can't wait to listen to all these back and hear the underlying themes um, of our of our of our like lives, not not the uh, the the nominations. Um, I do you have any thoughts on um, anything that should have been nominated instead? I I kind of don't. Well, actually, I, I might have said um, Suspiria. But for both categories, but I think it's mixing is probably a better um, argument, you know? Yeah, Suspiria is definitely one that I'm shocked didn't get nominated in either category. And mm-hmm. also Mission Impossible, even though oh, I believe. Shit, yeah. I believe Mission Impossible was also snubbed like, la- like the, for its last film, Fallout. Um, I think it was snubbed there too. They just don't like those movies, I think. I think, not to spoil our future episodes, I would nominate um, Fallout for a lot. So, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm realizing now that the last one was Rogue Nation, which they also snubbed. So, you know, Rogue Nation. I love Rogue Nation. There are such good movies, people like Academy. Wake up. Wake up, Academy. Yeah. Tom Cruise is literally killing himself to get to get these movies made. Somebody should give him an award for it. Yeah, that's actually a good call as well. Fallout is stunning, really. On yeah. every, it, I could honestly, you could nominate that fucker for any of these categories. I'd be like, yeah, sure, absolutely. So good. I the ones that they're doing back to back now, I'm like, inject them directly into my veins. Like, oh, it's, <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Um, and that's yeah. I can't think of anything I'd rather put in. Um, I mean, you know, what am I? I, mean, I could say Aquaman again, but that's just because I want to talk about Aquaman more. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to sound mixing, uh, which is almost exactly the same uh, with with a notable one notable exception. So it's Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, uh, Roma, and A Star Is Born. Um, thoughts on? You want to just go for the the first three that we already talked about, or do you want still want to go through each one individually? Because I think we kind of said everything we wanted to say about Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, and First Man, possibly. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I forgot if I said this off mic or not, but mm-hmm. um, I'm terrible, for those who don't know, at like really noticing the difference. When I do mm-hmm. my own personal ballots, um, I just do one general sound effects award because I'm terrible. I, I am not the best at noticing the differences, so I have nothing new to add for those two movies. But, you know, yeah. l- like good, good for them. <laughs> yeah, I would actually say... Um, you know, for mixing, I, I actually think Bohemian Rhapsody has a better argument um, than for editing because 
the the reason I think that film is effective for anyone is because of how loud they put the goddamn music on the soundtrack. <laughs> so, um, and and it does mask, it does make the whole process seem a lot more fun than it actually is. Like, I think the scene that you can most point to for the sound mixing skill involved is um, when Lucy Boynton and Rami Malek's characters are breaking up, essentially, and he's singing in the background a song that he wrote for her, and it's there's all this like subtext going on and it doesn't get that low on the soundtrack. Like you can still hear it pretty high because it's commenting on what they're saying. So like I, I it's the best, the sound mixing is the best thing about it. Realistically. Um, that whole, that whole film. Well, maybe also Rami Malek is very good. Um, but yeah, I could see the, the Bohemian Rhapsody uh, justification. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that won one of these. How, I do right? wonder, I guess this is the, probably the, well, this and Best Actor we can talk about, it, but like, I do wonder honestly if it will win anything with like the, just the timing of this. Again, I really I tweeted about this earlier. I hate having to talk about like the nominations for mm-hmm. the City in conjunction with the Atlantic Story because it's like you know in the grand scheme of things, this is an award show and that is like he destroyed people's lives. But um, yeah, like I do purely since this is an Oscar podcast and like. I do genuinely wonder. I, I don't think it has a chance of winning anything, to be honest, with this yeah. with this story. I, I, I wonder. It'll be very interesting to see how yeah. it pans out. It's a, it's inevitably part of the conversation now that like I, I do think I do think people will be more wary um, of voting for it simply because of uh, the shitstorm that has just sort of opened up on on the film and everything surrounding it justifiably i actually couldn't believe it took so long i'd been saying to people for about two years now like i can't believe the brian singer thing shoe hasn't dropped yet um but anyway uh yeah i i think it's tough to talk about it but and i don't i think it really will throw into question how many things it could still win at this point um but if if the academy the academy clearly loves that film and if they were going to award it for something other than actor, um, it might be sound mixing. Yeah, that's it. That is that's the likelihood. I feel like it. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I'm yeah. genuinely very curious to see how it pans out because there's so many questions to consider. Like with Roma, for example, like are people watching it at home or are they watching mm-hmm. it in, in a theater? Um, it's it's gonna be. I, I don't know. It's gonna pan out in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, speaking of Roma, it is also nominated for sound mixing, and that one I could totally see also being a very good contender because, you know, it is about all of it is about ambient sound. You can hear the dialogue, and you can also hear everything that's happening that's happening in the town too. So, like, you know, you're you're watching one scene in in the foreground, and then there's a riot or something going on in the background. So it it, it is very much about sound mixing. I mean, that riot scene is just one of the best technically made scenes of the year like that incredible i i really do wonder i mean i like like i just said it will depend purely on how people watch it i think and mm-hmm. i don't know like we had talked so much i was listening to back episode backlog episodes today because i do that mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm a nerd people i listen to my own podcast but um it's like we had talked so much about that movie not being able to resonate we we, we don't think it's gonna resonate with the academy but clearly it did so i wonder like Maybe they they really like this one. I don't like. Yeah, it could it could take it home. Yeah, I think it's hard to deny that they like it a lot 
considering how many things it was uh, nominated for. Like 10 things, right? Like, yeah, I believe it tied with the favorite with 10 and like the most nominations. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good for Roma. Yeah, I, and I, like I was, I don't love the movie, but I, it's, I can't argue with it technically. And this is definitely one of the categories where it's like phenomenal work. Um, and the final uh, nominee in this category is A Star is Born, which I actually am very surprised sound editing wasn't the thing it was nominated for instead of sound mixing because like they record all of that music live so like this is my argument with like bohemian rhapsody like uh, they're not recording most of that live realistically so why why is it in that category um but star is born they the whole soundtrack is recorded live they made a big fucking deal about it um somebody had to be very careful about how like getting all that stuff and also not getting like screaming crowds yelling lady gaga's name even though they've been told not to (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> like they've they've spoken about how much that happened, but like yeah, like I that that should have been probably in both categories. But I'm happy to see it here because, um, realistically, they did have to like. Uh, I think the best uh, sound mixing um, moment in the whole thing, or like probably the best expression of it, is uh, the scene where she's she's coming uh, Ali. Lady Gaga's character is coming to the concert for the first time to watch Jackson slash Bradley Cooper uh, perform. And they keep intercutting between her, like going there and then the music is playing very low in the background and then it switches back to the concert stuff. And it's really high on the mix. And then it goes back down when it's back to her and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it's all like one scene tied together by, by a sound bridge, but it's, it's just very seamlessly done. God, what a good, movie that is just thinking of that scene that's a great scene <laughs> it's such a good scene. i i saw it again last night for everyone who is listening to this podcast and and wondering just like curious about my life um <laughs> and it just really emphasized what a, a strong piece of filmmaking it was um it's just a strong piece of filmmaking god damn it um any any things that you would have put instead on sound mixing or sound in general not that i could think of to be honest like i've had like you know, most of the blockbusters, I think, tend to do things yeah. pretty well. I liked, um, I had it here on my little list um, that I make throughout the year. Um, I like what Vox Lux does a lot with Ooh. those concert scenes. And I do, again, I don't have the ears to really know if it's more mixing or editing. Mm-hmm. But like, those concert scenes are one of those, one of the few movies, and this is clearly what Bre- Brady Corbett's going for, where it, it sounds like a real concert. Like, with somewhat distorted vocals and like, like it's not quite good to listen to, but like it's it's enthralling on on some level, and it's I think that's very impressive. That's a great call because Bohemian Rhapsody makes the mistake. Well, I guess that's again why I think people like it so much because it's just a a, a jukebox musical essentially. Um, is that like it doesn't sound like they're performing live until the Live Aid se- set section, which is which makes sense because they they were so like adamant about recreating that exactly. So like, but yeah, that box looks does have a really good, um, it does actually sound like you're in a shitty concert space, which yeah. would be distorted, especially in a big arena like that. It reminded me so much of, this is not a shade in any way towards her. Um, when I saw Katy Perry live and I was just like, like, <laughs> you know, it's a sort of thing. It's like, this is all fun and charming and everything, but like, 
you know, it's not exactly the greatest musical experience of your life. Yeah. You got, I love Katy Perry, but boy. Ooh. Oh, no, yeah. I've listened to her a lot, actually, very weirdly this week. And um, Teenage Dream is a pop, people. That's a great song. Her last album did not get the attention it deserved. I thought it was better than people were giving it credit for. Anyway, um, um, one what a tune. more note. With, back to Bohemian Rhapsody for a minute. That's yeah. not Remy Malek singing, right? That's like his the real Freddie Mercury vocals, correct? I believe so. Yeah, there might be. I mean, I think there are moments when he is is singing, actually. Um, But none of them are on the soundtrack, if you know what I mean. Like, uh, I don't I don't think any single moment is him. Like if there there are like small moments, I'm sure, where where like in a rehearsal scene or some shit like that, um, he's probably just singing a couple of notes. But for the for the most part, no, it's just uh, remastered versions of the um, the original songs. See, that's even more infuriating that it's getting all these not, like sounds. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool! Like they had Spotify. I'm, I'm simplifying the job, obviously, but like, yeah. But like, you know, it's the, I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm biased, people. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it would. I think it, it. It would be an easier thing to argue for if, like, if it really were uh, live performances. Like, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, it's not him singing, so, like, who, who gives a shit? I, a I don't, Star is Born is right there, people. Like, yeah. God, if it, I don't care, like, if A Star is Born wins necessarily, but if it's Bohemian Rhapsody or A Star is Born, it better be a fucking Star is Born because, God, the shallow yeah. scene is so well done, people. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. The way, because you know what's crazy is that her singing in the parking lot, they. I don't know how it happened or maybe it was just like that or either the miking was so well done that like, which again, why I don't know why it's an edit, not an editing, um, that it, it almost reverbs in a way. Like there's almost an echo while she's singing, which doesn't make sense because they're just like in a parking lot at a grocery store. So what the, what is it echoing off of? But it, it just makes it sound epic and emphasizes like in a very subtle way that like, this is a star being born. Like the title says, it's the, titu- <laughs> the titular star. <laughs> she is the titular star. She's the main character too. Everyone, just just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> subtweet. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be a running theme on this podcast. Just me yelling subtweet. Um, but it, speaking of something, I would want to see in both categories, though. That I'm I'm only reminded of it because you sort of had mentioned it in an earlier episode. Um, Annihilation should have been yes. nominated in, in both or either of these. Um, for many reasons, uh, but sound editing, I think the most remarkable piece of sound work of the year is in, in Annihilation, and it's the goddamn bear scream. Oh, just the, the mention gives me chills. Like, yeah, that, oh, that movie's so good, people. Like, yeah. Oh my God. That's truly one of the, that bear scream is one of the most chilling things I've ever seen in a horror film. And that is something that you have to create, obviously. The, uh, who, who, you know, some, some nightmare person, somebody had to listen to that <laughs> over and over again and create it to horrify generations of people. And you know what? It worked. They deserve an award for that bear scream. It is so frightening and so upsetting. Like, you're right. Like, the mere mention of it is chilling. That and the musical note that plays when they're watching the video of um, Oscar Isaac. I mean, like, spoiler alert, people, for a movie that you should have already seen. (laughs) Like, when Oscar Isaac is cutting open that guy's stomach in the um, 
in the video they find, and like that, this note just plays, and it's like it, I don't even know if it's music. It's like a distorted like white noise, and it's so terrifying. I that movie is such a good mixture of like disturbing visuals and sounds it is yeah. disturbing on both fronts <laughs> yeah that and suspiria totally should have been nominated in these categories for sure amazon must not have campaigned suspiria at all like they saw the box office receipts and were like oh well, well that's done because yeah. it's a sort of movie i mean it had no chance at any of the higher categories but like it should have gotten some technical stuff like it's an impressive movie it's technically impeccable it's impeccable um and yeah that's that's sound. I we actually had more to say about those than I thought. Look at that. Uh, these are these are great categories. People don't dismiss them. Um, <laughs> we're hitting thir- yeah. thirty minutes consistently. We're doing good. Woo, 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 woo. I needed a we needed a soundboard for that. Just um, pretend that was an air horn. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's it for the sound categories, everyone. Um, we'll be back in a couple days to talk about uh, original score and song and a couple other things. All right, thanks. Bye.